Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Welcome, everyone. My guest today is Brenna Nath, director of HW Plus and Events, to talk about the amazing content we have planned for this housing week and the positive vibe she's getting from industry leaders about this spring home buying season. Brenna, welcome back to the podcast. I am so excited to be here, truly. You know, I love having you on. You and I were the pioneers of podcasting at Housing Wire, and I'm very happy to have the OG Brenna Nath on to talk about um, what you're really hearing from the industry as you are the one um, planning our gathering event, the gathering in April, but also um, we're doing housing week this week. I mean, a lot going on, but you're a member person. So you end up talking to people all over the industry all the time. The word, uh, I don't think our industry comes up with vision boards for the year, but if I had to make a vision board for the year on the, the theme I have seen across the space is just hope. There's so much more hope. And I know uh, at the time that we're filming this, the podcast that actually went live today was on Mo- Logan talking about rates kind of going up. So I know you guys gave some background there, but I think if you take this step back from the day-to-day shifts on rates and the Fed and the sentiments and their changes, there's this overall theme from, I I would say, across all levels of the industry. I, I also oversee our social media, so I can see oftentimes agents and LOs are so active over on social media and Instagram to executives on LinkedIn. And my most engaged post, most of my conversations right now are people who are just looking for good news. Um, and I think hope, hope things are going to get better after a really hard last year what can we look forward to this year? And so that's, I'd say, an overall theme on the vision board that the mortgage and housing industry hasn't decided to make yet. The word that would be on it is hope and positivity. I so appreciate that. I think it's really true too. I mean, anytime you go through that sort of prolonged, you know, depressing period or just like really tough period, it's like, we're just ready for it to be different. And that's why I'm always pushing Logan. I'm like, okay, wait, no, let's talk about rates. Why are they going up? I don't like it. you know. But we know that overall this year should yield much better results for everyone. And we know that you know there's a lot of optimism and reason for hope. Yeah, so much more so. And I always joke that I am a walking statistic of all of Logan's stats. Got married, bought a house, had a baby. I'm right there with him. Though sometimes I'd like to go on record, Logan Motoshami, that I'm on Sarah's side of the debate. <laughs> um, though I, too, am coming around, I would say, as of late, uh, I even had a moment where I was like, do we, if rates are going down this year, should we switch houses? Do we need to move? And so maybe I'm also hopefully in that statistic of a lot of people looking at this year of, you know, what do we want to do? A lot of us bought homes that weren't intended to be our forever homes. So, so how are we looking? It's at so it? true. I love the support. First of all, thank you. Because Logan always wants to say he won that debate. And I was like, it depends on what you look at. You know, also it depends on how you define it. So, you know, maybe I'm not a good loser. Maybe that's it. But uh, I do think there was a lot of good points there. And I do think that, you know, just like we feel the optimism, I 
think that there are people who are paying attention, consumers who are paying attention might also feel that optimism. When you look at consumer sentiment broadly, um, they're not feeling that optimistic about the economy overall, but hopefully they they see that there's some, you know, the iceberg is melting or the ice is melting, you know, when it comes to the housing market. Yeah. Something that it fascinates me about this generation um, which uh, Logan was also talking. So can I just quote Logan this whole podcast and sound smart? But <laughs> on his his last uh, episodes ago, he's talking about people asking him, is now a good time to buy? And he's like, if you're asking me that, that's a problem. But it reminds me of, it's a top question and a theme I've heard around millennials, and I'm sure Gen Z now as well, is we are trying to game the market more than any other generation. We're so close to the news and the statistics. And like, I'll talk with friends. I mean, I have a lot of peers um, who are trying to buy a home and they often say, well, I've been closely watching homes every day and if they're starting to go down or if they're doing this or doing that. And they're they are watching between there's a wealth. And this is very closely as I like research a lot of the stuff about, you know, Gen Z and what what's unique about the generation if they have information at their fingertips like never before. So they have this new ability when it even comes to like take a good example here is when it comes for looking for a job, they have something like Glassdoor. Indeed, they know there's so many jobs out there. So they have less of this fear around job opportunities because the information is there. And same with homeownership. They have so much information around what's going on in the market with Realtor.com, Zillow, all of these sites that they're closely watching every single price drop, price increase that um, – that sentiment is there, but they're watching. They're trying to, and I'm sure they're part of the people asking Logan the question, is now a good time to buy? I also think when you have mortgage rates that are so volatile, that question really does come into play more often because like in the past, it's like, okay, between the start of the year and the end of the year, you know, maybe you'll see a quarter point change, maybe a half a point. That would be huge, right? In a normal year. So after the last couple of years, I think everyone's just shell-shocked as consumers and like, how do I figure out how to jump into the market? I want to jump in, but I don't know how. So I, I definitely think he has a, a number of people who just troll him. And they're just uh, actually what they're trying to do is get him to put something on records that they're going to screenshot and like try to prove that like he's some, you know, whatever they're trying to prove about him. But then I think like you, I know some really sincere people who are just like, tell me what to do, how to approach this, because this is a pretty unprecedented market. That makes me laugh, Sarah, because you're saying they troll him. And I just love it because uh, Logan trolls you with comments like, will the brave die first? Well, you're out here trying, Sarah. <laughs> you're fighting the good fight. So uh, I like how, how the world works. But nope, I completely – and I think that's what – I mean, I know part of what we're getting to in this podcast is – okay, a lot of people are hungry for information. And a lot of what we've been working to deliver is that information from, like I was mentioning earlier on social media, so many people are hungry for data and charts and news to share with clients and potential buyers. Look what's going on in the market because they want to be so informed to um, what are some of the big trends in the news that's impacting our day-to-day and how can we at HousingWire make sure we are delivering that information properly to you so you feel informed. So it's not always just going off. I will always quote Mike Simonson. I think it's the best saying out there. Let's not go off of vibes, though I'm a very big vibe person. <laughs> Let's not go after vibes. Let's go off of the data. I love that. Well, that uh, segues perfectly into, so this whole week is what we're calling housing week. Um, And because we're really focusing on um, the way that we deliver the full picture on housing. So that's our new tagline. And I think it's perfectly um, suited to what we actually do. So 
every day this week, starting tomorrow, we're going to have a, we're going to showcase something new. So we have data Tuesday, mortgage Wednesday, housing market Thursday, real estate Friday. And each of those days, we have some pretty amazing things happening for people who um, are subscribers. And, you know, we're showcasing that so that people will be like, hey, this is the kind of information you can get if you're not a subscriber. And if you already are, Great. So starting on Tuesday, we've got more data, less vibes with Mike Simonson. So he's the founder of Altos Research. Game changer for us at HousingWire when we bought Altos Research. I mean, there's no doubt about it that we now have information and data that we didn't have before and that no one else has. And so we're pretty excited about that. And I do want to insert in here real fast, Sarah, to your point, Housing Week as a whole is the subscriber appreciation week. We want to make sure that you see everything that comes with your subscription from these virtual events to special giveaways to the benefits that come with it. But I'd be remiss not to insert right here that we do have a special deal going on. So if you're listening to this right now and you're thinking, oh, great, I want to tune out. This is only for subscribers. That's not true in this moment. We actually have a deal. If you use the word housing week as your promo code, you could get your first month free and get a taste of everything that the subscription has to offer, including what Sarah just listed, Mike. So if you're listening, this still applies to you. And I want to make sure everyone knows that, that all of this data, we wanted to ensure people could hear and see that this is what encompasses the full picture of housing wire. So to jump into what Sarah was saying, Mike is going first. Actually, I'll let you do... Um, Oh, then I'll do the next one because it's you, which makes so much sense. So this third one, which is on day three. So today is Monday, the 22nd. And then we're going into Mike's on the 23rd, 1 p.m. Central time to go over, you know, where's the house market home prices going into the Altus data. Then on day three, January 24th, this is one I'm extra excited about because there has been a lot. This is probably some of our most engaged posts that I've ever seen on social media, which says to me, you guys have questions and you want to know and figure out where this is going and how are other people handling that. And that is what I would say is one of the top stories outside of maybe cyber attacks right now in mortgage. Not that that's a funny topic, but you know, what's, what's big out there um, is the widespread LO comp practice that might be illegal. And so that story has gone, I would say viral on the site and across social media as people have discussions around it. That's going to include Sarah, our own podcast host and editor in chief, along with Flavia Farlanoon. She's going to be interviewing Troy Garris, who's the co-manager partner at Garris Horn. He's an expert. We did a dry run about last week or two weeks ago on his expertise and some of the data that we can go over. And we were we were just dry running and I was glued to my seat. And I know that makes, um, I, I'm a hint already sold on the webinar because I think it's really important, but just the knowledge that he brings to the table on what is happening right now with this regulation. What do you actually need? What are some cases that are going on right there that he's seen? How do you operate, move forward with this? What do you need to know as a loan officer, as a business owner, as a mortgage executive? Those are great angles that Troy's able to answer. So a really good one to attend, I would say, Sarah. Yeah, and this is based on the reporting that Flavia uh, did on this topic. And um, Troy Garris was one of her sources. Huge uh, undertaking by Flavia and by um, James Kleiman, our managing editor, to and we had dozens of sources, several dozen sources on this topic because it's it's a tricky one. We're talking about the LO comp practice of um, pricing buckets, which is how they um, how LOs will um, itemize or 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 categorize 
how they get a lead. And, you know, if they're trying to win business, um, they might categorize that lead as something that really uh, cuts into their own commission, which you would think that, well, that's okay, but it's not really okay for the LOs, but it's also really against the LO comp rule. Um, could be illegal, uh, according to that, according to a lot of um, the people that we talk to. So, but at the same time, it's a widespread practice, especially in the kind of market that we had in 2023 and going into 2024, where you just don't have the volume. So you're, you're really competing against other shops that are doing this. Sometimes it's coming from your boss that like, this is how you have to do it, which really stinks for, for the LOs out there working hard and like they have to take less comp. So at some point, it all becomes really hard to do, right? It's hard to do is if you're a shop that doesn't do that, competing against that um, kind of mentality, it's hard if you're the LO in that situation. So I think this is going to be an amazing discussion. I'm really excited to be the moderator there. And we picked this because we know that this was one of the top stories we had for mortgage um, in the in just the last you know, month or so. And like you said, huge, huge um, interest in it. So we're excited to do that on Wednesday as a webinar. So people go sign up, go, uh, go subscribe so that you can hear that. Housing Wire is now accepting nominations for our Women of Influence Award, and I have to be the hype person here. I love this award. We started this program 15 years ago to recognize the outstanding efforts of women in driving the housing economy forward, and it just gets more competitive every year. The winners of this award are fantastic, and I can't wait to read your submissions, so send in your nominations today at housingwire.com slash women of influence. After that one, we have a favorite. We've already referred to the chart man himself multiple times on this podcast, <laughs> but we have Logan Motoshami. The other day, I actually asked Logan to list out all of his quotes. Maybe one day we'll get some t-shirts that need to be made on Logan Motoshami quotes, but the title of this one is Be the Detective, Not the Troll. And he's going into, you know, if you... And I would highly recommend everyone go read his 2024 housing market forecast. But he has a line in there that I think is extremely important when it comes to how you continuously interpret the housing market. And it's the reason a lot of forecasts go wrong is because they're not updated. They are a picture in time, not the full picture, a moment, a snapshot versus, a snapshot versus explaining, here's the updates, here are the changes. And so even though you might've heard Logan once, I always recommend tuning into multiple times because things are changing fast. I mean, think about the housing, uh, housing wire daily podcast that went out today that just dove into the shift of where mortgage rates are heading. And so that's a great example of continuously needing to stay in the know. And so he'll give his latest update this week. Data reports are coming out on the time. The Fed's talking a decent amount, always something to kind of to touch on and updates and changes. And so I know you guys are used to talking to and listening to Logan on this podcast and then join us on the webinar where you can actually engage and have a Q&A dialogue with him. So if you've been listening like me on your edge of your seat today, I had some interesting questions of like, oh yeah, you should not fault people for wanting to help grow this economy and you know, help help grow us and make us bigger. And a lot of other countries are in the news right now and their population is declining. And so great questions out there for you to, for you to mine and think about asking Logan. So he'll be joining us on Thursday, 1 p.m. Central. Easy for everyone to remember, each webinar is 1 p.m. Central. He's there to ask all your questions too. I think too, um, you know, the the limitations of audio is you can't see his charts. And he, he loves his charts and he loves explaining his charts. And I guarantee you, 
Uh, I know exactly which chart is his favorite chart. And he will say when he shows the inventory chart, you guys mark my words. He will say, isn't that a beautiful chart? That is a thing of beauty. And he will just like, he'll be so happy that he can show his charts. So they are pretty illuminating. Um, that inventory chart, honestly, every time I've been in the room where he shows it and people gasp because it's just, it's amazing to see when he, when you really look at it, um, even, you know, not like for the last hundred years, but just like for the last 20 years, what inventory looks like today uh, versus before. So I think it's a, a powerful thing. And like you said, you can um, you can get the full picture of Logan there. He'll be on screen and you can talk to him. So definitely that way. And then I have to say, Real Estate Friday, I am pretty excited about this. Um, so the commission lawsuits have been probably the biggest driver of traffic for, for us um, since um, a little bit before the Sitzer Burnett trial um, in October. And that's because I think they came out of nowhere for a lot of people or people thought, oh, they're not going to, you know, nothing's going to happen there. But um, after we got a guilty or a liable verdict in that one and a huge, huge settlement um, against NAR and, and some of the biggest brokerages, you know, this has been crazy. And we have now um, almost 20 copycat lawsuits based on that one. So what we decided to do on this is have a debate between the plaintiff's attorney, Michael Ketchmark, and Anthony Lamacchia. So he's an outspoken realtor and advocate for um, realtors and buyer brokers. And so what we're going to really do is um, in that trial, of course, I mean, you, we all just kind of sat there as uh, as people who could watch it, but not be part of it. And this is uh, getting two people into the ring who really want to spar with each other and talk about some of the issues um, that were brought up during trial. Uh uh, Michael Ketchmark, obviously, he was a plaintiff's attorney. Um, this is one of the largest class action lawsuit settlements that's ever been um, that's ever been gotten. So, so uh, you know, he's quite the litigator. Um, and then you have Anthony, who really wants to get in there and and go toe to toe with him and bring up the perspective of the real estate agent and also someone in the in the industry that's like, here's all the things about the process that maybe weren't represented. Um, and so we we have heard huge feedback about this. Again, I'm going to moderate. Uh, it's going to be really fun. I think it's going to be really impactful, not just fun, but like very interesting. I'm going to ask some very uh, hard hitting questions. They're going to they're going to talk to each other. So I'm going to ask questions. They're also going to ask questions of each other. And um, we're really going to try to get to some of the bottom of like, what is the value of a buyer broker? And what does it look like if we kind of dismantle the current system of how we pay buyer brokers, what's next? And and what does that look like? So we already know that there are, we have thousands of people already registered for this webinar. And we know that a lot of those people are having watch parties for their whole brokerage. So, you know, their whole team. So those thousands of people are actually multiplied because we've already heard of like, you know, people are like, oh, we have 10, 10 watch parties set up. Every one of our offices is going to be watching this. So, you know, no pressure. <laughs> But um, but I feel like this is a really important topic. We want to be the ones bringing this to our audience. It's super important. That th this wouldn't be our first time doing debate. And I say we really, Sarah, you've hosted debates on the site before. And I would just emphasize just how well you set these up, truly making it this system. I am not, James, I heard him on this where he said uh, he made a, a kid's reference on what type of... Um, uh, not a, a gremlin, that was your words, but him being like, I'm a chaos Muppet. 
on it. I'm the opposite of a chaos Muppet. <laughs> I am like, where's the harmony in all of this? And I just, I'd say uh, opposite to give a nice opposing view to, to James, I would say on the, on the system of how you craft these debates really is this balance of showcasing the parts of the conversation that people want to hear with well thought out questions. So the way you're going to present this debate, I know you say no pressure, but it's one that I'm excited about that I'm going to tune into. Um, and then uniquely what we've set up here Knowing that Housing Week is going on in the background, Anthony Namakia, who we've spotlighted before um, in different capacities from podcasts and stuff like that, will be joining us for a subscriber-only debrief after the debate. So for those who want to transfer over on Zoom platforms, you can join us into this debrief where Sarah and Anthony will be joining us and going over, okay, what are our takeaways from this? Not exactly like who won, who lost as much as, okay, we just had this great download of what's going on. What do we think this now means for you, the agent? What are some takeaways we need to have from this? How do we move forward? What are some other thoughts that I might have that could be tips for you agents while we're not here, while we're on this call together? So kind of a step away from the debate and more into, okay, now what? What do we do with this information? Which I think is a very essential part of the conversation that agents are having right now. And what we're hearing right now, you hear a lot of, I need to know what my value is. You need to go back to your, what am I bringing to the table? Stuff like that. And I think Anthony Lamaki is a great person. He's a fighter for agents. He has a lot of great great thoughts and leadership there. And that's what we're hoping to present on that debrief call right after the demands. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying that. So the uh, lawsuit commission debate is open to everyone. That's um, you just need to register as a, for a webinar. It's the debrief afterwards that is for our subscribers only. So we're excited about both of those things. And I, I just appreciate both of these people being willing to do it. So uh, Michael Ketchmark, He's a pretty busy guy, right? Um, he could be doing a lot of things. I appreciate him coming on and giving his perspective. It's not one that, uh, you know, I mean, he, he knows he's walking into the lion's den here, um, that a lot of the people listening and, um, you know, obviously Anthony himself, you know, do not agree with him and and kind of feel like, you know, why is he targeting our, our industry in a way that hurts the home buyers too, right? So that's some of my questions is like, really, you know, how does at the end of the day, the harm done to home buyers that he's that he's seeking, you know, um, redress for. It's like, what what comes after, and what does that look like? So we're going to be talking about the value of a buyer's agent. We're going to be talking about a lot of the things that came up in the trial. That um, you know, some of the real estate industry feel like were misconceptions that were just, um, you know, unfortunately not challenged in a way that that really spread light to it. So. We hope to that. That's what we hope with this is a, it's a lot of light on the topic um, among two people who are very passionate and uh, have a lot at stake. So, um, I, and I say that Anthony is not involved in any of the uh, litigation. That's why he can he can speak out. So, we're really excited about this. And um, you know, feel free to join us for that debrief. I think it's going to be really interesting. We'll be taking um, questions from the people in that chat on the debrief. So um, you can ask Anthony things uh, specifically, and we can kind of you know, hash through things. Sarah, question back at you. I know you're the host. Um, I think it'd be helpful too. I think it's great to put it in perspective of why the whole industry is tuned into this. And something I think is what I've been trying to make sure I'm sharing is like, this is, while this is a real estate commission lawsuit, it, it impacts the whole housing market. And so I would like, you know, if you're a listener, if you're a subscriber or looking about being it and you're on the mortgage side, this is still for you. 
if you could speak to that a little bit. So great point there, Brenna. Um, and I'll just give one example. So if you're a home buyer and you're utilizing the VA loan, right? This is your benefit. You're a, you're a veteran. Um, the way that uh, a buyer broker is paid, if that changes significantly, you as a VA loan, um, you know, if you're using that benefit, you are not allowed to pay the buyer broker out of some part of the loan or, you know, just the way that whole thing is structured is not something that can just be tampered with and be like, oh, okay, we're going to do it this way. Like it's said in there. And that's just one example of like, you know, so if, if, you know, instead of the seller paying the buyer broker commission, we come up with something else like there will have to be a material change, but you cannot just be like, okay, um, the buyer's going to come up with their, you know, with that commission out of their pocket, or the buyer's going to roll that into the loan or whatever um, that we might think the answer might be. So there are a lot of implications for the whole process that have not been thought out, uh, you know, when it came to, I mean, you know, this is a class action lawsuit. It was for specific individuals. No one was like, oh, okay, well, let's think about how this applies to things that are already in, you know, um, part of the mortgage process, right? This is the real estate transaction, but it, it affects everything. So there are many implications. And I think that if you're in any part of the mortgage, and we've already seen that a lot of the signups are people in title, people in appraisal, people in mortgage, it's not just real estate folks, because this is going to affect everyone. So super excited about it. And I'm really excited about this whole week that you have set up, Brenna. Thank you for that, Sarah. And just as a reminder for everyone, if you use that code housing work, housing week, one word, housing week, it's a fun playoff of housing wire. It gets you access to the whole week. It's not too late to sign up. Most of these are chock full of knowledge. If there's only one that you want to attend, still great to sign up. One registration gets you through all of them. And then you get to see and taste all the other parts. Like I said, Logan is constantly giving updates. Mike is constantly sharing what's going on. And then the commission lawsuits and the LO comp debate are far from over. And so you're going to want to keep seeing that, that information through. So our hope is this gives you a taste of the full picture. Love it. And thank you so much for setting up an incredible amount of information for our, um, you know, valuable information for this audience. And thanks for being a listener, Brent. I love it. You always are telling me what you're listening to and reacting. And thanks for being on my side of this, of this debate, you know, with Logan. So I need some backup. So I appreciate it. I am here to be to be your backup person, Sarah. And honestly, it is an honor to be on the podcast and be able to put my name alongside James and Logan. It's an amazing group. So I am a fan as much as I am sometimes a guest on here. All right. Well, thank you so much. We are out of time. Appreciate you. And we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Sarah. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to take a minute to rate the show and leave a comment. And make sure to tune in tomorrow for more news and insight.